Right, hello everyone. I'm here for, with David from the RSBCA. Uh, he'll be answering a few questions for us today. Hi, Dave. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for inviting me on, Rick. No, it's a pleasure having you. Uh, you're really good. Like I say, we come to you for questions and advice. Uh, we, we appreciate your knowledge. Uh, the first question we've got is, uh, how many complaints are the RSPCA seeing about uh, dog welfare on average every week? So so the RSPCA gets all their um, uh, information from the, from the public. Um, and we handle something like uh, a million telephone calls during a normal year. Obviously, under COVID, it's been fairly abnormal. But, but in, in a normal year, we would handle about a million telephone calls, of which there would be probably about 93,000 um, complaints that we investigate. Uh, about over half of those would be on dogs. So if, if you average it out uh, to, um, to a day, we would probably be doing around about 150 investigations or responses to complaints on, on dogs in England and Wales on any given day. Uh, and you say half of them are on dogs, so about 45,000 uh, are acted on a year of, do of dog welfare cases. Yeah, I mean, obviously this uh, this changes uh, from year to year. Under COVID, we've obviously seen a, a massive increase in people getting dogs. Um, and uh, and that may if, if impact the figures uh, for uh, for this year. But yes, on, on average, the... Uh, dogs are, are by far the, the largest uh, species that we investigate, um, followed by horses and cats, which are pretty much even. And then after that, um, there's, there's a big gap to, to any other species. But dogs are and have, have been for, for many, many decades the, uh, the most uh, popular species that we investigate. Uh, is there a common theme or issue uh, you're seeing at the minute for reports? Uh, is it down to welfare or... What, what you're seeing at the minute, what's the main concern? No, so so the RSPCA um, obviously investigate under the Animal Welfare Act. About 95% of our investigations and complaints, um, and uh, and then um, if we take it any further to court, are done under the Animal Welfare Act. And and the, the, there's two main areas un, under that. Uh, Section 4, which deals with cruelty complaints, um, and Section 9, which deals with um, animal welfare uh, prevention issues. So if a person is not giving the dog any of their five needs, whether whether that's giving them the right food, exercise, taking them to the vet, etc. Those are the two major areas that, uh, that we investigate uh, dog complaints under cruelty um, and then animal welfare. Brilliant. Uh, so the next one is, what, what's the view of the RSPCA of online sales and, and what problems... Are you seeing from online the, the fallout of online sales at the minute? And do you think in, improvement can be made on the, on the websites to make things easier and obviously in the long run better for dog welfare and animal welfare? Yeah, so obviously under under coronavirus restrictions, um, we we've clearly seen a, a massive explosion in people getting uh, dogs. Uh, this is um, there's pretty good evidence that the reason why they've got this is due to um, needing companionship, uh, improving people's mental well-being, um, and uh, wanting exercise, which are all good reasons for getting a dog. However, um, the uh, the UK's ability to supply those dogs was not um, able to keep up with the demand, and that meant that we we saw a massive increase uh, in the price of dogs, doubling or tripling for some for some breeds, and also a massive increase in uh, puppies, in particular, being imported from 
countries like Ireland and Romania. Now, the vast majority of those would be sold through the Internet. Um, and although it is a legal requirement for anyone who is selling a puppy or a dog commercially via the Internet uh, to have their um, website license put down on the advert that they, they have. We do know that many people uh, are not supplying their, their license, either because they don't have it or because um, they don't realise that they should be putting on, on that. And the RSPCA is working uh, through being a member of uh, the, um, the animal advisory group, PARG, is working with um, website uh, providers to make sure that they have some sort of enforcement mechanism to check who is putting adverts on the the website. Um, at the moment, the government in England um, has got a, um, a campaign which is running until Christmas, which is called Pet Fished. And that is essentially saying to anyone who is thinking about getting a, a dog or a puppy in the run up to Christmas to look behind the website to to uh, to look at um, what that website advert actually means um, and to do due diligence and do their research before getting um, a dog. But we do know that there are lots of people who obviously make a lot of money out of um, selling dogs that um, have welfare or behavioural problems or importing them illegally. Um, and it is up to the websites to, uh, to make sure that anyone who is selling dogs through their website uh, to, to follow the legal requirements. And so the, the RSPCA believes that, yes, more needs to be done um, with the website providers and in, in, at, a, at a first stage to make sure that they are applying the legislative requirements, which is if you are selling dogs commercially, you need a license and that needs to be on your advert on your website. That's brilliant. Uh, moving on from that, obviously the animal care, uh, animal welfare uh, kept animals bill come through yesterday which uh, put the minimum sentence to five years for dog theft uh, there wasn't much on about online sales or any any selling of animal what i read is there anything uh, being developed on that as, as you know and would you like to see anything in it so so the the justice for reggie um uh, amendment was discussed yesterday in the house of commons um and um and the government uh, said in response to that uh, that they um, are working with uh, Pet Animal Advisory Group, which is obviously a good thing, and they and they will be looking at ways of uh, making sure that um, this is enforced properly and the legal requirements are enforced properly. And I think uh, it is a requirement on all of us, whether it's the RSPCA or or other organisations, to uh, to keep the government to its word that it gave yesterday in the House of Commons and make sure that we have better regulation and, and better um, enforcement of the legal requirements for selling uh, dogs through websites. Brilliant. Well, I, I call you the man of knowledge, and I, even I didn't know that was discussed yesterday. So thanks very much for informing us on that. So we, we call you the man of knowledge during the Justice for Red Year. Any, anything we want to know, we come to you. So thanks very much for informing us that, on that. Uh, so on the next one is, uh, how many cases of the RSPCA have been out to in the last 12 months? Uh, just on dog welfare issues, you, you kind of alluded to 43,000 cases uh, on this. So I, th I think we've already touched that, haven't we? Uh, what are the RSPCA welfare targets for the next three years? 
So, so the RSPCA is is working on a ten year strategy, um, and we have some some very very stretching targets as part of that ten year strategy. So, one of our targets is to reduce animal cruelty by fifty percent uh, by uh, by twenty thirty. Um, and that is obviously a huge, um, uh, huge target for us. Uh, last year, um, we, we, uh, as I say, investigated something like um, 57,000 individual complaints on animal cruelty, which shows that there is still a long way to go before um, we have a situation where uh, people are getting pets responsibly. They know how to look after their pets um, and their dogs in particular. Um, and they either do not treat them cruelly or do not um, do not uh, miss out on any of their welfare needs. Um, so, so for us, that is our, our biggest target: is to try and uh, make sure that we are reducing pet cruelty in uh, England and Wales. We also have a specific target on ending the illegal importation um, in puppies, and that is also something which may seem to be quite easy to do, but actually, we know under uh, coronavirus that the uh, amount of puppies coming in and the illegal trade exploded due to the fact that people were looking for um, new dogs and new puppies to get um, under the restrictions. So there is still a lot of work to do um, and we can only do this by all working together with the enforcement agencies, the statutory agencies, um, the non-statutory organisations like RSPCA and also most importantly uh, the people that buy dogs because if they um, if they buy dogs from responsible breeders and they buy dogs that are legally imported or they buy dogs from just from own uh, breeders in in uh, in the uk then we can work together to to drive out the illegal puppy trade i think it's possible but it's going to be quite difficult to do in the short term uh, so post-pandemic uh, dogs have reached the record number for being surrendered now. I think I read somewhere about 1.1 million animals without a home. Uh, what strain is this having on sh shelters and rescues and, and yourself? Uh, we, we, we saw a drop-off in sale on animal sales uh, online before Christmas, uh, before uh, September. But this has picked up again uh, in the last couple of months and people are being turned away from rescues so they're going buying an animal. Now I feel that people buying an animal we're just putting increased pressures on the rescues and people like rspca and uh, dogs trust and, and others like that uh, so, so what what do you think is the end outcome do you think these numbers will drop uh, because it's it, we're past the pandemic nearly now and we do, we're not seeing any we're seeing things getting worse so do you think things will get worse before they get better or are you positive so, so what we clearly saw under um, coronavirus was an explosion in people's desire to get um, a puppy or a dog. Um, and the RSPCA was very worried about that, not just because um, we weren't able to satisfy that demand in the UK and therefore had to import puppies from conditions in countries like Romania, which would probably be illegal in the UK. But we were also concerned that most people that were getting these new puppies were uh, first time owners. And so therefore you had this perfect storm of first time owners getting puppies that may have been bred in poor conditions, not behaviorally assessed properly, taken away from their mother too early um, and transported across Europe. 
Um, and we uh, gave clear warnings that we would expect um, a rise in dog abandonment as the restrictions on the coronavirus started to ease. People started to go back to work in the office. People started to go on holiday. Now, fortunately, at the moment, this hasn't yet happened. Um, the RSPCA is still concerned that we could see a rise in people giving up their dogs uh, and people abandoning their dogs because they are returning to the office. Um, at the moment, as I say, fortunately, uh, this, this hasn't happened. The RSPCA is looking on this on a month-to-month -month basis because we have had some, um, some indications from some areas, such as South Wales, that there has been an increase in dogs being abandoned. Um, at, at, pre at the present time, to be honest, um, organisations like the RSPCA Dogs Trust um, haven't got, uh, are not full to capacity, but we are very concerned that if uh, people start to abandon, they will abandon them and it will be the rescue organisations like RSPCA Dogs Trust, Battersea and Blue Cross who are picking up the pieces. Um, obviously, we always advise people to go to a rescue, first of all, to get their dog. Um, and and if they if they want to get their dog from a breeder, then do their due diligence and research properly. So it's it's something that we're concerned about. Um, uh, we are we are looking um, uh, in the lead up to Christmas. Uh, Christmas being one of the the times that people invariably think about um, getting a puppy for 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 somebody, um, and unfortunately don't do their research, which is why we've joined with the government with Defra on on working with them on their public information campaign around pet fish leading up to Christmas. Um, and uh, I, I can guarantee that the RSPCA will continue to put out those messages and will continue to try and assess what is happening with uh, with dogs being abandoned. Yeah, I, I, I can uh, echo that because uh, when I bought Reggie a couple of years, well, last year, uh, if I read the RSPCA and obviously the pet fish campaign, if I read the advice there, I wouldn't have bought Reggie. And it's about, I think, the buyer has to take responsibility and do the homework. And obviously, the, the work you're doing and the government, if, if you read that advice, then you, you're protecting yourself a bit more. It's something what I didn't do. And obviously, I, I'm not, I don't regret not getting Reggie, but I kind of regret not reading the advice before I went to them. So anyone listening, just, just look on the RSPCA website and all the advice is there for you. Uh, and it covers literally everything about, about buying an animal. Uh, so, uh, so moving on, we get we get uh, a lot of uh, questions asking who do I report? I, I've been and bought this dog. It's I, I, I fear the breeder's not licensed and things like that. So, how can how can people report uh, animal welfare issues? And what what would you like to see reported to you? I know dog theft is a police issue, and I know you get a lot of dog theft uh, reports. What you can't deal with, you're not you're not responsible for. So, just a bit of an outline if people's concerned about animal welfare or dog theft, uh, what's the advice I need to report to? Yeah, so, so there, there are three clear enforcement people um, that you need to report your concerns to. If, if your concern is about animal cruelty and animal welfare, um, then call the RSPCA on 0300 1234 999. Um, as I say, we get about a million calls a year, which translates into something like 100,000 investigations. And those are only possible through the public calling us. If your dog has been stolen, then don't call the RSPCA, call your local police force. Um, and uh, just yesterday, the government uh, changed um, the, the, the legislation um, on dog uh, theft. 
Um, hopefully this will become law next year um, and will give a clear indication to the police that they should take um, any um, any calls about dog theft seriously and will investigate them. And then if your call is um, on that you're concerned about the person that you bought a puppy from or, or considering buying a puppy from is not following the legislation properly, um, then talk to your local authority. They are responsible for licensing anyone uh, that is breeding dogs commercially, meaning that they have more than two litters a year, or anyone that is selling dogs commercially. If they, if the person doesn't have a license to do that, um, and you don't believe they do have a license, then report them to your local authority. They have a dedicated team whose job is to go out and license those people, and they will also prosecute those people if they believe that they are um, evading the legislation. So those are the three agencies that you should report, report concerns to the RSPCA, the police and local authorities. But it, but um, but make sure that if you have a concern, you, you work out which agency to report it to, because, you know, the RSPCA won't act on dog theft or on, on dog licensing, but we will act on animal cruelty, for instance. We all understand what amazing work the RSPCA do and, and others and also yourself, but you, you are a charity. So anyone listening to this, I know it's uh, coming up to Christmas, but we've got any a bit of spare money. How, how can people uh, give to you? Yeah, so so the the um, the RSPCA uh, don't get any money from the government. Our uh, the money that we get each year is entirely from from the public. Um, and uh, the uh, our Christmas appeal, which was launched um, last week. Um, is our major fundraising uh, during the year. So if uh, if anyone wants to help our valuable work in cracking down on people that are cruel to animals, cracking down on illegal puppy farmers, selling dogs um, in poor condition, then please uh, give any um, extra money to, to the RSPCA and I can guarantee that that will be used to, uh, to fight the illegal puppy trade and to, to fight animal cruelty. Brilliant. Uh, thanks very much and uh, really thanks for coming on David we appreciate all your advice and uh, your knowledge it, hopefully people listening have a bit of, more of an idea and if you are buying uh, a puppy for Christmas just just take your time uh, follow obviously David's and the RSPCA's advice and look online and do your research alright thanks very much David No, thank, thanks for inviting me on Rick and uh, thank you for all your, your work as well brilliant uh, chat to you soon thank you okay bye bye